재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 In our Planet Korea feature this month, we've been following a theme of Korea 2050. What will this country be like halfway through the 20th century, and what will be its place in the world? Earlier in the month, we speculated on artificial intelligence developments and mused about dating and romance 36 years from now. This week, we're flashing forward to a future where, under even the best of circumstances, the environment has probably undergone some pretty dramatic change. Water is likely to be a whole lot more scarce, and the carnivorous diet loved by so many developed nations of the world may have to undergo some change as well. One of Korea's big chebols has anticipated this future where insects are the edible livestock of tomorrow. And they are throwing some serious money at research and development of consumer-friendly, bug-based food. So I took a little trip to the test kitchen and I was joined by Sonia Swanson and Chef Jong So-yong. You will recognize them from our weekly Local Eats food segment. They gave me some help with the translation. Join us for dinner, won't you? So, ladies, for once, we see each other uh, out in the world and not in the studio uh, with your Tupperware containers. We're walking through a little compact neighborhood near Yaksu, and we're heading towards a very special restaurant. This restaurant is, I'm, I'm told it's extremely tiny, only got one or two tables, and the specialty on the menu is insect cuisine. How do you feel about that, chef? I consider this is a Curtis little revenge for us. Feeding him, you know, all weird <laughs> seafood in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning. And then this is 100% revenge, Kurt, right? You've seen through it that early, haven't you? <laughs> you bring me monge and bitter roots and... Beautiful ingredient, Kurt. <laughs> it's a bit intense in the morning, though. Sonia, there are things on the menu that we're going to see firsthand in just a moment. Uh, things like crickets, mealworms, earworms, uh, grasshoppers, and uh, they're going to make them apparently into palatable dishes. Uh, you excited for that? I'm actually really excited. I'm very curious to see how this turns out. I might also be putting on a little show of bravado right now, maybe, but I, I am pretty excited. All right, there it is. I can see the sign. Let's go in. There's really only a single table in this restaurant, if you can even call it a restaurant. It's really just a test kitchen, exploring ways to make insect food more consumer-friendly. Chef Pak Ju-hun runs the show. Uh, chef, when was it that somebody suggested to you that, uh, hey, I've got a job for you, you're going to join a kitchen and you're going to make delicious things out of bugs? So, actually, the... CEO of this company was his professor at, in college, in university, and uh, so he didn't actually think about this before, but then he started working with the professor, and it was really fun. There's actually not that much information about cooking with bugs. So if I were taking a, a, a date out for a nice dinner, and I was going to say, let's eat insects, how would I uh, sell her on that idea? <laughs> Don't tell her, right? Yeah, exactly. I think that's the answer. Yes. She don't know. Well, I, I expected when I came in here 
Uh, I expected to see pictures of dragonflies and bumblebees and things like that on the wall. But all of your photographs in here and your decorations just show food. So you wouldn't know unless somebody had told you that this is an insect cuisine restaurant. Yeah, that was on purpose. You know, actually, a lot of people in the neighborhood just passing by will come in not knowing what they do here. And they'll look at the menu and they'll ask, can I order coffee? And then they'll kind of realize what he's doing and, and they're really surprised and some of, some of them run away, he said. <laughs> My name is Young Woo Kim. I'm head of Korean Edible Insect Laboratory, which is the first specialized institute for developing and researching edible insects in Korea. We're going to come right back to the restaurant, but first, let's meet the brains behind this operation. I went to the UK for my sabbatical career in 2012. I got a chance to get the information about edible insects researched by FAO, and it was fascinating and I really felt that is somehow it hit my head and I found my life goal, which is studying and developing edible insect as a food, not for the future, but for the present. What's the main reason to eat more insects? What's the selling point? Let's just start with economic value first. Just imagine in one apartment space, if we breed a cow or pig, how many cows and pigs do you think we can grow? Oh, let's see. Breed. In a typical apartment, I imagine that would fit, uh, what, five or ten cows? Yeah, five and ten cows. Then put insects in the same space. How many? Oh, I would say thousands. Yeah. Yeah, it tens is, of thousands, yeah. perhaps. It's, it's kilotons, actually, yeah. And in like, 100 grams of pork and, and beef, there is about 26 up to 32 grams proteins contained in there and in 100 grams of edible insect there is at least 53 grams of protein up to 81 grams of protein which is up to three times higher protein contained than beef or pork the beef and pork is a little bit nicer on the barbecue grill though isn't it you're talking about taste <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes but a lot of people actually think eating insect is a little bit disgusting and not many people imagine how we actually eat insect without their appearance. For example, Papillon's Kitchen, which is a specialized restaurant for edible insect food, they make edible insect-based food, but you cannot find out edible insect in the food. Instead, they extract protein from edible insect or powdered edible insect and then they put the extracted protein or powders with other food ingredients mixed together and make it so if we make a cookie the appearance of a cookie is exactly the same as ordinary cookies you can find out in the shops out there the nutrition fact is absolutely different you're the author of a cookbook right yes the 50 ways to cook edible insects. Out of those 50 ways, what's your favorite? What's the uh, most tasty way? Uh, spaghetti. <laughs> okay. And bibimbap. Bibimbap, mixed yeah. rice. We use uh, powders. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's almost it's like nano-sized powders mixed with flour. And then we make a noodle. And sometimes we use extracted proteins from edible insects. 
Are you going to get rich from this, do you think? Uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because you've got uh, big, big corporate interest now in this, in Korea. Yes, we got them, yeah. So I think in this year, we're going to produce the, our first edible insect-based food. So this is a jar of dry yellow, regular rice. Looks almost like sticky rice, right? Mm -hmm. Bright yellow. And this incorporates insects even before it's cooked as pup. This is just plain sae. So explain to me how, how what he said was the process for this. They coat it with the grasshopper, I think maybe with the liquid, grasshopper liquid, and then they dyed with the turmeric. Turmeric, kind of an Indian yeah. flavored spice. And then that'll cook up nicely, and this will have even more protein than regular rice. So before dinner is served, we get to look at and taste the raw ingredients. Little dishes of oven-dried crickets, mealworms, grasshoppers, and so on. None of them are too disgusting, but it's kind of hard to imagine sitting there and snacking on them in that form. Not to worry, the kitchen here is a place of transformation. When you eat the mealworm individually, it tastes like a very nutty flavor, but when they make a pasta dough with it, it's condensed, like stinky, like a cheese. So, you know, it pairs really well with the cheese. Okay. Shall we try some of this? Yeah, sure. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Is, are there bugs in the sauce? Yeah. Abstract liquid. Abstract liquid of what bug? Mealworms. 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 He said mealworms are the best value for customers. Other bugs are going to add a little bit too much cost of the dishes for customers. I guess because there's not really a market yet and there's not an infrastructure of production for it yet. Mm -hmm. They still have to buy it from very niche producers, right? I bet. Do you get them in Korea? Like, are the producers in Korea or are they in other countries? So their farms are all in Korea. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? It's delicious, actually. We're getting in the, in the pasta here... We're getting a double shot of insects, right? Because the pasta dough has insects in there. Um, and it's rolled into the dough, the powder. And then the sauce has those ground-up mealworm larvae. Last use, mealworm oil. Ah, you make oil. He, he, he does mealworm-infused oil. Oh, interesting. Wow. This is really delicious. What's interesting to me is that the insects have kind of an earthy flavor, as we just uh, tasted before. And it makes sense to pair it with these mushrooms because the mushrooms have a very earthy taste too. So it kind of complements each other and the insects don't stand out. So the mealworms and the cream both have this kind of nutty flavor, so there's a kind of harmony between them. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. this is a hit. The pastas, you could take a date to this and serve this. Yeah. And then you mentioned the mealworms a little later. <laughs> yeah, surprise, mentioned mm -hmm. the mealworms yeah, a little yeah. later. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
We actually had quite a few surprises at the restaurant. For example, dried crickets have this distinct cocoa-like chocolatey taste that I never would have expected. What's not surprising is the ecological argument for eating more insects. You can raise a whole lot more insects using a tiny fraction of the water that you would devote to raising cows, pigs, or even chickens. Chemically, the protein is richer, and the oils derived from insects are better balanced than those derived from plants and animals. But many people still kind of shudder at the idea of eating bugs. So the edible insects people are recruiting some very young advocates, school children. While we're sampling the food at Papillon's Kitchen, groups of school children gather outside to receive a tasting of their own. They're part of a nationwide school presentation contest on the merits of insect cuisine. I'm Chehyeokje in sixth grade in elementary school. Since the 21st century, future foods have received greater attention. I came here to observe the process of making future food and to learn more about it. I tried Korean pancakes and other foods made out of mealworms. It had more of a meaty and savory taste than I had imagined. I've read it in books that from around 2050, we might have to eat insects. When I first thought about the idea, it was gross, but when I actually tried it, it tasted all right. As long as it's not cockroaches, I'll be fine with eating them. Hi, I am Toyante in sixth grade in elementary school. In general, insects have a nutty taste. Although I've only tried the mealworms, I think insect food will have a clean flavor since they are high in protein. Up until now, the human diet has continuously changed, so I think we have to keep adjusting to new changes. I think because of curiosity about insect foods and their flavors, people might prefer insect foods more than other foods in the future. All right, so we've had our uh, insect cuisine. Life is returning to normal. How do you feel? Do you feel like your, 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 your attitude and your mentality has changed, Chef and Sonia? Oh, definitely. I had a very strong prejudice about, you know, using bugs. But taste-wise, it was completely fine. So I think it may be, you know, new way of cooking. Yeah, I actually kind of want to buy some bug powder now. <laughs> I think you enjoyed bugs a little too much, actually. I'm a bit concerned. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Is that an antenna I see growing out of your forehead? <laughs> we have to have our bug cook-off now. Definitely. <laughs> you guys are going to get back at me extra hard next week on Local Leads. You're going to make me eat something extra <laughs> weird. Next week, next, next month, Kurt. The next month. <laughs> oh, lucky me. Thanks again to Sonia Swanson and Chef Jung So Young for that. I'm sure they will have some revenge planned for me on one of these early Wednesday mornings sometime soon. And that is it for this special Saturday edition of Koreascape. Our show is produced by Christina Saw with associate production by Jamie Lee. GP1 is our writer, and I'm Kurt Asian. Remember to follow us at Facebook or Twitter at the handle Koreascape, one word. We're back again on Monday with fresh editions of Culture Pulse and Rock Scholar. We'll see you then.